Welcome to the Today's Market Explained podcast, hosted by Brian Castle. Brian has been a financial advisor for over 35 years and is the founder of Four Star Wealth in Chicago. He will be sharing the most important investment opportunities out there in ways that are easy to understand and hopefully even easier for you to benefit from. Brian will also be interviewing subject matter experts who can give insights into new and exciting investment opportunities. To see all the best video highlights from every episode, please follow at Today's Market Explained on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Now, on to the episode. Welcome back, everybody, to the Today's Market Explained um, video and podcast series. Uh, we uh, do market commentaries, as everyone knows, but we also have conversations with really important players in new is- industries and new trends and things regarding the business world that we, we find are fascinating. And today we're lucky enough to uh, have on our call uh, an, a, leading, a leading entrepreneur, leading entrepreneurs in what I think is now the Entrepreneur City on uh, Nashville. We have Jane Allen. Uh, Jane uh, is with us from the Entrepreneur Center in Nashville, Tennessee. Welcome, Jane. Thank you. Happy to be here. Excellent. Well, good. Well, we we've uh, we talked earlier that we've done a lot of work with Nashville uh, in the last couple of years and been down there many times uh, for conferences. Uh, so, Jane, tell us um, about your your group, and then let's hear about what's going on in Nashville. Sure. Um, I lead a nonprofit. It was started in Nashville almost twelve years ago, so a little bit ahead of its time. And it was really birthed when successful business people and entrepreneurs came together and decided we need a front door for entrepreneurship because Nashville, a part of its tapestry, and one of the things that I think makes it such a special city is it really is a city built and full of entrepreneurs, people who are always you know, innovating and looking at new ways to do things and launching businesses from here. And so you know, that was the beginning of this. It was started with the Chamber of Commerce and then was spun out and um, started in a small building down on Broadway and then um, opened up this amazing space. Um, At the time, it was old trolley barns and we were in a part of town that really wasn't very developed and now it is all developed. And so um, we have really amazing space and we work with entrepreneurs in our community and some from outside of our community if they're in the healthcare industry and um, really just work to connect them to resources that help them on their roads to success. Fascinating. So, so Jane, um, in addition to recently coming, like many people have to Nashville, um, we've been coming to Nashville and Tennessee for client visits for a long time. And I can remember, yeah, there was Broadway, you know, there was honky tonks and, and, and music joints, uh, but there wasn't much else. You know, there, you go a block one way or a block the other way, it wasn't full of buildings and hotels and everything. There's a dream hotel there now. There, there's so many things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what, how did this all happen? How did Nashville develop? And then how, how did your center develop out of that? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. And I'm sure there'll be a lot of studies done on that you know, having lived here since 1994, you know, I actually was married to someone that picked Nashville as the it city. He was at Wharton getting his MBA and he 
received the business journal from several cities and studied several cities and really believed Nashville was going to be the city that had explosive growth. And one reason was because it had a diverse economy. It isn't okay. just healthcare and it isn't, you know, like some cities are just banking. And right. so he felt, therefore, it would continue its growth. It also had really strong political leaders. We had a gentleman at that time um, named Phil Bradison, who was running for mayor, and he was a very successful entrepreneur. And so we've had a really strong political leaders that are business people. We can work with the local and state governments collaboratively. And then we also, the chamber was very much involved with doing these 10-year visibility vision studies, and they'd work with CEOs and, and entrepreneurs in our community to what do we want Nashville to be over the next 10, 20, and 30 years, and then let's mm -hmm. put the strategy to get there. So I say, what we're experiencing isn't random at all. It was very strategic. And um, I used to call us the best kept secret in the country. We had a business. We could live anywhere in the country we wanted to, and we always chose to live here. And it's been found oh. as um, more and more flights are direct versus having to connect through Chicago or Atlanta. And, yeah. um, you know, which used to be a problem, whereas now it's not that big of a problem. But um, no, it's a fabulous city in which to live and raise families and, you know, build and grow thriving businesses. It really is. And a lot of great new hotels. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the Titans are only playing in Nashville now. They don't, they don't do Memphis anymore, right? Right. No, they've been here for several years. And so yeah. they are here. And, um, you know, that definitely brings a lot of visibility to our city. This show Nashville brought a lot of visibility to our city. Um, you know, so, you know, I know my son's wanting to come home for a weekend and was just outraged at the cost of the airline tickets to come to Nashville for a weekend. So, um, right. you know, that's the downside. But right. um, that being said, it's it's there's just a lot of growth and a lot of vibrancy. So you, you mentioned a little bit about this, and it has to do with maybe some of the local leaders and a mindset. But you know why? You know why Nashville? I mean, there's not there's uh, there's Knoxville, there's Lexington, Kentucky. I mean, there's a lot of great small cities in in the, in the kind of the mid south region, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, so what did what did Nashville have in the tank that the others didn't have? I mean, Knoxville has UT, right? Maybe that's kind of dominating that, but um, you know, what, any more insight on that? You know, I can't speak to what other cities don't have. I can only speak oh. to what we do. We have yeah. a strong academic environment. We have, you know, several universities in our town. We have a strong privatization in healthcare and healthcare capital for service businesses in the healthcare industry. We have a strong music creative scene. And then we have, like I said, collaborative leadership in the political realm as well. And mm -hmm. then combine that with the entrepreneurial spirit of this community. And I'm sure there are other variables as well, but I think that those mixed together and having the right people in the right place at the right time seems to have done wonders for our city and, and hopefully will continue to do so as we look forward. Nice. Well, and then earlier, Jane, you mentioned healthcare. And I think, I think a lot of major cities in, in, uh, in, in states that are dominated by uh, a lot of rural area uh, healthcare is a big thing because people will go to the major cities for healthcare, um, and and so that's always been something that Nashville has been good at. Uh, and and you say it's still growing. Healthcare is still growing as well. Absolutely. I mean, that's an industry that is continuing to grow and transform, especially having gone through the last two years. And so we see a lot of 
um, you know, we, we work with entrepreneurs. And so people who are really trying to be forward thinking and, and solve problems. And so we see the innovation that's happening in the industry and, um, you know, it's, it's continuing to go. We just finished our telehealth Academy and we have people from all over the country here and speakers from all over the country that participated as they're looking at, you know, how does it really work? And is it really going to be here, you know, to stay? And then what comes next? Fabulous. So, but, but then, but then our discussion led to, it's really beyond healthcare, right? So healthcare is great. It's been a stable, it's still growing, but give us a insight on uh, there's music, I suspect, but what other industries are really cranking in, in, in Nashville? Yeah, we have, you know, we have retail. <laughs> and so you do have retail industries that are here. We have a lot of hospitality uh-huh. industries here, um, you know, and then we have a lot of um, commercial real estate of development that is happening here. I think you may have okay. talked to someone that may have been one of the visionaries. Um, we did last and year. So, yeah. And so again, there's just a lot of commercial development. Um, there's a lot of hospitality, retail, um, supply chain, you know, we just have, and then tech. I mean, tech is definitely an industry, you know, especially as we have new companies coming in that bring a lot of tech employees. We just see that continuing to grow and that, you know, creating opportunities for innovation in the tech industry as well. So you have a lot of companies coming as well, mm-hmm. um, and which is great. Like, who, like, what are some of the companies that have, have come recently, do you, if you can recall? Yeah, well, Amazon has come, and then Oracle is moving here, and, um, you know, and then EY has opened a really big presence here, and then, you know, there's a lot of others, but those are the ones that, you know, are on top of mind. Stand out. Okay, so now let's talk about the entrepreneur space, the small entrepreneur, not the corporation. Mm -hmm. Uh, How does that all develop? Do you have an incubator? I mean, give us a sense of what's happening on the entrepreneur side then. Yeah. No, I mean, again, I think that we, on our website, which is ec.co, we have a diagram because it's a diagram of an entrepreneur and the life journey of an entrepreneur. And so we start in phase one, and that is a program that really allows you to decide whether you should quit your day job. (laughs) You know, is this something that you could really support yourself doing? You know, what's the difference between a hobby and a business? And, you know, and even if it's the, you know, greatest passion of your life, how is it going to generate revenue enough? Do people value it enough, pay enough so you have profitability? And, you know, and so we help them on that. So when they graduate, they should have a well-defined business plan and have a really good understanding of what the opportunities are. And they can agree to, they can decide to agree or disagree and continue on. We aren't there to tell anyone they shouldn't do it, but we're there to try to help them on that journey to make educated and well-informed decisions. And so that's really where we start. There are other organizations that might start, especially with our academic institutions, with ideas and putting the idea, you know, in 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 before you even think it's a business. And so, but we're coming in where, all right, it's a founder and they think they have a business. And so, um, and then we move through the life cycle, so to speak. And so we are not the startup center, we're actually the entrepreneur center. And that is a difference. And so we actually work through to, um, we have founders that are Black and Latinx, and we work with them. 
and across the state and try to make sure we're connecting them to resources to help them on their journey, especially those that are looking to get into the phase two, which is high growth, high scale potential. And then we have programs for high growth, high scale. And we have, that's where healthcare comes into play. Um, mm -hmm. We have music, um, but we also have industry agnostic, anyone local. So you may have everything from an artificial intelligence company to a behavioral analytics company to you know, um, the, the company that did the light show at the um, NCAA Final Four Tournament is one of our founders in our program right now. And so it really is working with those founders on how can you grow and scale and making sure they're able to do that and connecting them to the resources they need. And then we have a lot of alumni. And so a lot of those fall into that phase three in that we're still building our company. We're still growing. We may have moved from series A to series B. We're trying to figure out what's next. And so we might have a panel discussion on what is a succession plan and do you have one or you know, what is an investment banker and why would you need one or what are different types of exits and things like that. And then phase four are for founders who have had exits and they now have time and money to pay it forward. And that was the original intent of this organization, which is one reason it is a nonprofit so that successful business people and entrepreneurs give time and money to help the next generation. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so we have a group and then we'll bring in speakers on things that they care about. And then we also bring in some of our program participants or members in our community to talk about what keeps them awake at night. So it creates this organic um, blend and it's just so powerful to watch and, and, and experience. And so that really is what we do. And um, it's pretty meaningful and impactful. It sounds interesting. The uh, fact that you use a nonprofit structure, it really um, kind of uh, highlights the kind of uh, self, uh, you know, selfless approach. Like mm -hmm. the organization isn't trying to feather bed itself. It's trying to help others. Absolutely. Which, which is great. Absolutely. How do you how do you fund the nonprofit chain? Um, we have individual donors. We okay. uh, have partnerships with our business community. And then we have some money that come from the local and state government. Okay. Oh, so there is some appropriation from them. But that could go away. You know, you never know, right? So uh, yes. that, we don't careful. depend on that at all. Yeah, so, I would think. Again. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, good. So you have lots of training. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, Besides the fact that it's a good idea and everything, how did how did this idea come to to you and your organization in Nashville? Because I don't think every city has this. I don't think every city has an entrepreneur center. Um, how how did this all develop? Well, the reality is, when this developed, I was an entrepreneur, so I wasn't involved in uh, the development of it at all. But okay. I can tell you, based on my experience, when I started our company. I just cold called a bunch of people in this town and I didn't know what an entrepreneur was, but I knew they were building really good businesses and they were yeah. where I wanted to go. And I called them and every single person met with me and every single person gave me input. And so I think that is something that just permeates the city. And so those people came together to say, we really need a front door because more and more people are going into business and starting businesses. And we need a place where any entrepreneur can go to get connected to what they need. And that will help our economy, that will help our community, and that will help bring a little bit of streamline instead of, oh, well, I happen to know someone, I can call them. It's now, anybody can come in and we can connect them to who they need. Nice. So, and you have a board of directors, I'm assuming. We do. 
We do. So who, who makes up your board? Uh, business leaders and entrepreneurs, um, successful entrepreneurs, either typically they're in phase three or phase four, because again, they're really busy in phase one and phase two. And so while we might have a couple of those, I try to leave them to be able to pour all of their energy into their business and their family. And, um, and so, but we do have phase three and phase four entrepreneurs on our board. And then we also have some business executives in our community. Very good. So um, many cities have, um, like I mentioned earlier, incubators where there's a, like a location where mm -hmm. entrepreneurs who are starting in a shoestring uh, can kind of work with other entrepreneurs at card tables even mm -hmm. uh, in warehouses and things like that. Do you have something like that? We do. Um, we are actually in what was at one time the trolley barn in Nashville. And <laughs> so it was converted again. Uh, the first CEO of our organization is a gentleman named Michael Burcham, and Michael was a visionary, and he could see this old trolley barn as really cool space, and yeah. it is, and it's really cool space, and so we definitely have space, um, and we have anyone that I want to rent a chair Um or I want to rent a desk, or I need three desks, or, you know, and then they have access to rooms, they have access to the broadcast studio, they have access to conference room, learning center. Um, and so it really is a very well laid out um, space for the founders in our community. Nice. Well, and, and, and we've learned in, in uh, Chicago that that alone won't solve a, a problem for a, a business that's not going to work. That's but right. it certainly can help mm -hmm. uh, as you as you kind of work uh, the resources together. Mm -hmm. um, very good. So um, we talked healthcare. We talked a little bit about hospitality. We talked mm -hmm. a little bit about music. W what are of the of the companies that have sprung up in Nashville in the last couple of years? What is the dominant theme now of the new companies? Uh, it, it's not healthcare anymore, right? It's other. Well, I mean, it still is healthcare because you have, I mean, a lot of, as I'm sure you know, and, and 1871 is a great um, place there in Chicago. I, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I think as um, you know, a lot of founders come out of industries in which they work and they right. see solutions that might not exist. And so healthcare will always be dominant in Nashville as long as it is a dominant industry in our community. And so, um, but, you know, everything that we are seeing for the most part um, is tech. It's either tech enabled or it's a tech business. And um, most of those that we work with have that at its core. Um, okay. Well, do you, do you have any examples of interesting companies that you want to share with us today? Well, I mean, I think one of them I alluded to earlier, which is Q Audio. And um, Q Audio, again, they were starting in the music business and then COVID okay. hit. And so a, a large part of what we did during COVID is we kept our doors open and we felt that we were an essential business because founders needed a place to come, a place to work and needed a little bit of camaraderie and accountability. Yeah. And so um, they pivoted and moved into sports and then they did get the, and they're with um, several NFL teams now. And they also, and so the, um, the Titans worked with them, the Predators worked with them and now they've spread throughout a lot of sports team. And then, like I said earlier, they got the final four 
And now, you know, now they have other creations coming and they just won Universal's global pitch competition um, for one of their other creations. And so they're just a, this fun company that brings such energy and excitement and um, they're fabulous and fabulous founders. So um, nice. that would be one that we work with. That's really great. Uh, nice. Any, any others uh, come to mind? You know, there's several. It's just those aren't as easy to explain necessarily. I mean, we have one um, that is Blue Chip Analytics, and it really is an analytics company that's trying to anticipate, um, you know, when, when and, and they work a lot with the NFL. Mm -hmm. as well as other organizations. And now they're spreading into other organizations, but anticipating how you can pit people, um, get them set up for success would be the best way to say it. And um, a former NFL player owns that company and works with us and we work with him. And it's a, um, you know, he's a great founder as well. All of them are. I mean, you know, it's hard because once I start listing and then I, you know, but, you know, we are just blessed to be able to work with really cool people that much cooler than me that are out there seeing things and solving things that, you know, some of us don't even know exist. And, um, and then some of them even bring in a little fun and joy to it as well. Nice. Well, you know, from my experience, uh, and I've been involved with that 1871 that you mentioned mm -hmm. in Chicago, that entrepreneurs can operate anywhere. Mm -hmm. uh, and, 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 and uh, you know, taxes are an issue, regulations are an issue. Uh, but, you know, they can operate even in high tax, low growth states like Illinois, California, and New York. Yeah. Um, but, but if they're really going to be long term, um, they probably need better, better terms and, you know, taxes and regulation. And, and you would share with us that that's really a positive thing in Tennessee, isn't it? it where, is. where the tax policy is quite favorable and regulation. You want to talk a little bit about that? You know, I, I don't. <laughs> I mean, you know, we don't, as a 501c3, we are not involved in lobbying at all. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, we have an organization within our state called Launch Tennessee, and uh -huh. they are actually the, the organization that actually looks at the policies and the regulations and lobby. And so we really are not involved in that so that we are free to really just pour into the founders that we work with to work day with in and day out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it is very favorable. That's really great. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Okay, well, good. Uh, it's natural, so we have to talk about the music industry. Mm -hmm. uh, as far as entrepreneurial activity, there, that's like one of the ultimate, right? One, mm -hmm. one, one person, a lady or a gal with a guitar, uh, mm -hmm. at at one one of the joints on Broadway. Is there still a lot of growth in that industry as well now? It's huge. Yes, yeah. um, the creative community here continues to grow. Um, you know, I think it attracts. Um, those that are on the way up, but also those that are there. And so we have a lot of people, not just country, but different uh, genres and music that choose to live here. And so there is just this creative community where they can get together and write and record. And um, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, and then as a result of the growth of, of everything, entrepreneurship and, and business in Nashville, many of the communities around like Franklin and others that are used to be very small communities have grown dramatically as well, haven't they? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. No, the well, state as a whole is is really, um, you know, it's growing. <laughs> on fire, yeah. No, it's yeah. exciting. As, as we mentioned, we heard more about the real estate markets beforehand and, and now the business and entrepreneur environment. 
really is on fire. So that's really great. Um, so Jane, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us today about entrepreneurship and, and Nashville? Sounds like we got a, got a pretty good review of it, but is there any other messages you'd like to send to our listeners? No, I mean, I think we just work to try to make Nashville the best place to start and grow a business. And we do that by connecting entrepreneurs to the resources they need. Um, as I might've mentioned even earlier, you know, one of our missions, you know, one is for successful business people and founders to give time and money to help the next generation. And the other is to capture the story of the Nashville entrepreneur. And so we actually have this Circle Back podcast and we're uh, recording season three right now. But for any entrepreneur, no matter where you're located, it's worth a listen because even, you know, I'm, I'm a phase four entrepreneur, but as I listen to these other founders, I learn something. And there's, there's just kernels of knowledge and wisdom in every person that we have talked with. And it's a narrative podcast and 30 to 40 minutes at most, but uh, it, it is so worth the listen. Nice. Anybody that studies entrepreneurship or, you know, or is an entrepreneur, it really is. I just feel really fortunate that we're able to create this content and then have it available to anyone that would want to listen to it. Where, where can we access it, Jane? Yeah, it's on our website, which is www.ec.co, and then it's circle back. Because okay. again, it's people who's taken the time to circle back and talk about their journey and things that they've learned, sometimes the hard way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also see it's available on Apple yes. iTunes. Yes, well. it is. Yes. Right. Thank you. Yes. So, Anywhere you can listen to a podcast. <laughs> that's well, that's great. Well, Jane, this has really been fascinating. I, you know, it, it seems like, you know, we go through uh, the decades and certain cities are really on fire at various times. And boy, oh boy, Nashville really is, is it. it it's, is. it's all that. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and and for our listeners, it's not all about healthcare and and only music. There's a lot more going on in Nashville. Real estate's growing. People want to be in Tennessee, and they're leaving the you know the big, expensive, heavily taxed, heavily regulated states up in the north and coming to really fun places like Nashville. So uh, and and it's got to be exciting to be one of the leaders of the entrepreneur culture there, Jane. So uh, congratulations on all your success and and uh, leading with all the entrepreneurs. No, thank you. I so appreciate and appreciate, appreciate your interest in our city and our organization. Excellent. Well, thanks, Jane, for being with us. And uh -huh. I, think, I think we'll leave it there. Okay. Uh, thank, thanks, everybody, for being with us today on the, today's Market Explained. Uh, really fascinating. Everybody book your flights to Nashville now. There's a lot to do there. Uh, if you, if you uh, are unhappy with your situation, go to Nashville and start a company. And Jane yep. will help you out. Come to the EC. That's exactly. You Any entrepreneur. It. Any entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you, Jane. Thank you. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back with another episode very shortly uh, here on the Today's Market Explained, a four-star podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you heard something here that someone else you know will find value from, please share the episode directly with them. Want us to answer your investing question directly on the next episode? Go to todaysmarketexplained.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, and submit your question. 
Please follow at Today's Market Explained on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube to see the best moment video clips from every episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and keep on growing out there, everyone.